three, two. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Opinions and Beer. Today, I have a special guest with me. It is Keenan Kitchens, my uh, rotating co-host. Today's beer of the day is brought to you by the UFO Brewing Company. It is employee-owned. They're very, uh, they're very happy about calling themselves uh, employee-owned. They're uh, brewed in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. It is a winter blonde. Uh, it's their seasonal winter beer. It's a blonde vanilla coffee ale. A blonde vanilla coffee ale. It is 4.9% in alcohol by volume. So I'm going to go ahead and taste this beer. You actually, like, the coffee taste is so subtle. It's really nice. Like, the coffee taste is subtle. I think I'm, I'm, I'm getting more of the vanilla. Yeah. Uh, I like the, uh, the pour. I'm going to, what does it taste like straight from the bottle? It tastes about the same. It made it out like pouring it will change the flavor, but it really didn't. Smoother finish than straight from the bottle. You can taste the, um, yeah, the blonde, the blonde side of things. Not really, uh, hoppy. Isn't, there's no hops really jumping out of this. The coffee, uh, it's there, but very subtle. I'm actually getting more of the vanilla than anything. Which is more so than my the last vanilla beer that we reviewed on this show. I suppose that's a good thing. I was about to say like those other beers that have coffee, you know, brewed into it or just artificial coffee flavor, however you put it. Uh, they they taste too heavily of coffee. You taste like nothing but strong stout coffee, and then you taste your beer, and and that's actually you know kind of unpleasant to me. So this, right. this is nice. Oh, well, I'm going to rate this beer 10 aliens out of a snowflake uh, traveling to Mars at the speed of a vanilla uh, latte at a Starbucks near you. Oh, boy. How do I, how do I top that? Uh, I'm going to rate this beer. It's just it's, it's three ducks in a pond. You know? Three, ducks in, three a pond. ducks in a pond. Today's episode is going to be very Harry Potter oriented. oriented. Harry Potter. Uh, for those that you don't know, but you should know because it's probably labeled in the title, we are going to be discussing Fantastic Beast 2. The Crimes of Grindelwald. The Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh, I'm sorry, Grindelwald. We're going to be discussing, <laughs> we're going to be discussing and reviewing the movie, uh, potential, and you know what, probably spoilers, so... Oh yeah, super spoilers. We're going to talk about the end a Okay, lot. super, super spoilers. So just be aware, make sure you watch the film or don't care about spoilers before you listen to this uh, podcast. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go in depth of what we think will come next, uh, where, where everything ties in. I have, some, uh, I have some pretty good theories myself of certain characters. So let's just dive right into this. Uh, so what do you think about the movie, Keenan? Oh, man. It was good. It, uh, it lived up to the hype. It was very pleasing to watch. I mean, I, I can... I can find things wrong with it it's not a perfect 10 out of 10 probably like a nine and a half out of 10 for me but like uh i, I was thoroughly pleased man like is it a uh, better or worse is this is the story itself better. Be better or worse than the cursed child oh yeah <laughs> 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 man, uh, that's uh, it's of course better i couldn't find a story that's worse than the cursed child <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> twilight's better than the cursed child oh no yeah at least it has like uh, a, a tangible plot and it's not going all over the place with uh. messy time travel <laughs> so, so, uh, so a lot of stuff happens in this Fantastic Beast two. Uh, I'm not sure if it's better than the first one, mainly because I feel like the first one definitely 
uh, is can stand alone, and they couldn't. They, they could have not made any more afterwards, and yeah, it would have been fine. Yeah, the way that I feel like this one definitely had more of a. There's more to come. Oh, like yeah. okay, they've greenlit a third one. Okay, I see what's going on in this movie. They're, we're not going to tie anything up. They're going to leave a cliffhanger. Oh, you know for a fact that they green they greenlit all five of them for J.K. rolling out the gate. You know? No, no, no. It was after the first one. After first. All right. Well, they they did have the plan, but they so, didn't have the green light. No, I don't know they had the green light. That's I think that's one of the things that uh, that hurts. I don't know. Sometimes a lot of times it hurts, hurts sequels. Is uh, sequels to movies is when. Is when you're building up to the next movie instead of having one solid movie. Yeah, but then, I like I like sequels more that each movie can stand, can stand on, on their own. Well, the, the thing about that though is the next movie is suffering if you don't build up for the third movie and the second movie, then the third movie suffers. And then it's like, oh, the second movie's great; it can stand by itself. Third movie. You don't think they could close something off in the second movie and then have the third movie? Oh, they didn't close it off. Or something else came about because of this. I mean, yes, but like in general, but in this specific story, there was nothing to close off, and there was everything to leave open. They couldn't close anything off. They had to open up more shit. As a matter of fact, they had to like open you up with more questions. Like, what the fuck? What happened with Queenie? That. Oh my God, dude! I want to talk about that. Maybe not just right this second, but we gotta talk. No, no, about t- that. tell me what happened with Queenie. Fucking Queenie goes to the dark side. She chooses to be a follower of. Of Grindelwald, and that fucking blew my mind. That's like you know, that's kind of a, a, a such a it's so uncharacteristic of her. You know, she's like the sweet, innocent, super nice person and now, and she still is. But now the sweet, innocent, super nice person thinks that Grindelwald has all the answers, and she wants to support him. And I don't know, dude. Like I kind of think that that was like just to introduce more loss. You know. Like uh, the pull, like J.K. That was J.K. Rowling pulling on the fans' heartstrings. Everyone loved Queenie from the first one, so now she turns to the dark side. I don't. I think uh, Star Wars has turned to the dark side. Uh, copyrighted, coined. Uh, she goes evil. You know. <laughs> so what do you think about them having uh, them introducing? Uh, What's her name's family member? Lestrange? Lestrange. Oh, dude, there's a lot of talk about that before this movie ever even came out. And, dude, so many fan theories were straight up confirmed. Fucking nail on the head. I love so much that the the Super Carlin brothers were the ones that came up with a theory that the snake is Nagini. And it's like, oh, it wasn't even like you were subtly right or you were secretly right or she's subliminally, she's supposed to be Nagini, but they never come out and say it. They fucking came out and said it. Nagini. She is Nagini. And, and it's cool that that's also very unimportant. That is not important to the Fantastic Beast story. That's not not yet. I already know. Yeah, I, I, no, no I, oh, I already oh. have my theory. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Oh, you see, the, but dude, a lot of theories were confirmed with this one. With the uh, Before I trail off too much, with the Lestrange family. Like, it was theorized. And, and technically, if you... Uh, dude, we'll, we'll get to that. It was theorized that uh, Credence was going to be a Lestrange. And that was a kind of nail on the head, except for the ending. You know, I guess since this is a spoiler. Uh, Credence dies. No. <laughs> no, but at the end, it, it says that he's not a Lestrange and stuff like that. But that could just be Grindelwald telling. We were thinking that. Yeah, yeah, I was just talking to someone about how. Dude, all right, all right, all right for those listening, I guess. What, what about the Phoenix? Oh, the whole Phoenix thing. Uh. It's not like Dumbledores are the only ones that's ever owned a Phoenix, period, in life. 
like, you think maybe he's just he's just that powerful of a wizard that he can maybe just do do stuff? stuff? No, I, I don't know what to think yet. I just know that like uh, there's ne- where would another Dumbledore fit in? What what is it? Is it I know what's going on. It's it's not I'm, a, I'm, okay. It's not a long lost. I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm just gonna go ahead and go straight into my theory, my biggest theory. Yeah. Dumbledore's brother and Luguini have a child oh, and, and, and named Nagini? Voldemort. What? No, no. Yep, Voldemort's mom is Luguini. Le- and that's Lagini? why Lagini, and that's why that's why he no. turns her into a Horcrux no. because he loves her. No, the mother it's figure. Like, you're, you're trolling at this moment. <laughs> no, no, you just said the word Voldemort loves. It's like no, because everything Voldemort, every all the Horcruxes are what he loves, huh? No, it's just what, what he cares he about. It, 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 no, but he doesn't love them. He just needs them, and they're necessary. They're a necessity. I Voldemort's think I think Lagini is his mother. No, his mother's never been a big mystery. Everyone, I can't remember her name, but the the, the Harry Potter community knows who Voldemort's mother oh, is. Oh, really? Who? And it's uh, Marie, blah, 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 gone. You know, she's a gone. That's a stepmother. Oh, my God. Dude, you're, you're far-fetched. You just came up with this far-fetched theory that troll. No. Because either, Cause, and, well, either then, you don't well, know. Well, then Dumbledore's brother is, uh, is, is the father. I thought about that because... Given the age difference, they they can't be brothers. It can't be a long lost brother. You know that's not a possibility. The father of uh, of Voldemort. Aberforth's son never spoken. They of? all have A's. They're A's in their name. Yeah. What 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 did they call what did they call Credence at the end? Uh, he called him uh, huh? Oh oh right. Uh, or Aurelius. Aurelius. Aurelius Dumbledore. Yeah. That's fucking. Out there, man. What's a? Well, dude, and and again, that's another one of J.K. Rowling just like wanting an epic twist. Oh, but there's more, you know. Uh, do you think they would explain Rowling not why uh, why he's not mentioned in the books? If, if yeah, they have to. They what have if he to. is mentioned in the book somewhere? No. What if he dies like in the third one and he's never mentioned in the book because like, what if Dumbledore never even finds out? What if like the the, the audience knows and Credence knows? And then Credence dies, and then it's never spoken of, and it's just never told. To I don't know. That'd be the never mind. I don't know. See, I don't, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It, it it had to. It left in such a cliffhanger that's just getting you pumped about three. If it, it was a standalone movie that wrapped itself up perfectly, you would not be pumped about three. Other than I hope three is a good standalone sequel too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what are some some what are some of the more interesting things you thought about the uh, the film? What are some other other good cameos? Some cameo characters from pre- what's that that kid? Who's that kid? Well, oh, uh, the kid uh, that they met in the art in the, yeah the, in the, the yeah he is a descendant. He's obviously not the kid you see. Uh, man, I'm just so bad with names, but he McCalla Mc Mc Mick, Mick, Mick. There's a G in there too. Mick Galligan. Mick Gallan or McGallic McGallister. McGallan. McLagan. That's it. Yeah, like we. Uh, one of the kids that's frequently, you know, like brought up and like is uh, uh in the Harry Potter books is is a McLagan, and that that was just like a, a a name drop of like just one of the old wizarding families. That was that dude's. Dad or grandfather. There's a lot of a lot of name drops. Yeah. A lot. Who was the uh, who was the uh, it, it old the ass Lord, guy? Huh? 
No, keep, continue. It, it made the lore thicker. You know, it, it added to the lore with all these new, like all these families that are in Harry Potter. They can name drop these families, and it adds to the history of the. You're getting to see the history of these families, if only for a second. That uh, you see in Harry Potter, if only for a second. Is that pretty cool? It is, and it makes it, the whole universe deeper. It makes the. the is it okay to be deeper. mad at uh, J.K. Rowling when she does silly things? No, absolutely not. She's infallible. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But uh, mad's a strong word because I I think the whole Queenie turning to Grindelwald was a uh, is was a uh, just a cheap attempt to pull tug on your heartstrings like oh. We lost Queenie. I mean, she's not dead. And it's just a cheap conflict because you know she's going to come back to the light side. And she'll, what do you, damn, this isn't Star Wars. <laughs> i quit putting it that way. Well, what do you think <laughs> happens to the uh, to the um, the non-wizard character? Oh, well, see, uh, well, that, that's, that's just it going back to the Queenie thing. It doesn't make any sense that she wants to join Grindelwald who wants to kill all muggles because she But he said he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, well, he's lying and shit and stuff. We'll see. She's tricked. Uh, uh, no, no, and uh, think, think about his words he, he used. He says, I don't want to kill all of them. Some of them have their purposes. He's talking about enslaving the survivors. <laughs> you know? Well, I guess she is, she's not hearing that. She's hearing, if you every, every time he says something like love or something, the camera would pan to her. Yeah, you're right. So, and yeah, then, like, it was, was certain words. To, yeah, she, she was, was clinging. She wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Hearing what she wanted to. But what guy were you about to bring up? The, what, uh, what, what does she do in the future? Um... Queenie, I don't know. Uh, she's obviously going to be a, a great tool to Grindelwald. It showed that with him asking her about Credence, like, how, uh, what's he thinking? How's he feeling? Who right are now? um? What's his, what's her name's uh, parents? Who? Hermione. I don't know. Some unimportant muggles. <laughs> were they both muggles? Yeah, they were both muggles. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to see anything about Hermione's lineage in these okay. movies. Okay. But who knows? Maybe the dad. Like I said, Queenie's gonna like uh, <laughs> is uh is the. <laughs> I, I think no, that's maybe way too even far. by the uh the end of the third movie, she may already go back to the good side. Just the way that like you, you can tell that she's gonna be used heavily by Grindelwald. He, uh, her talents is gonna be put to use to his disposal, and uh, she's gonna like at first it's gonna be groovy. Like all right, I'm helping Grindelwald. He wants you know like equality. And but then he's girl. gonna she's gonna read his mind. Well, not all, maybe even that, but like I was thinking, he's gonna do something horrible, and she's gonna realize which side she's on, and be like, "Holy shit!" It's intense. Yeah. Intense. Yeah, because you know the series isn't gonna end with the uh, Queenie being as evil and brutal as Bellatrix Lestrange and casting the Advada Cadavers at everybody. <laughs> you don't know. I don't, but it fucking better better not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah, man, like, uh, that, that was, that was, a lot of people have been speculating about all this stuff before it came out with, uh, you know, people tore the trailer apart with analyzing, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's people who, like, you pause the trailer on that for a split second. For a split second, it shows you that family tree uh, in that sewer area. It wasn't it, like the, everyone was thinking like it was some kind of sewers, but it was some. I don't know where the building was. It's that's not important. Where the, that family tree was, I mean, like, see the movie, you'll see the tree. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, everyone was like, you know, zooming in on it, freaking blowing it up, trying to guess all the, uh, you know, put it all together like a puzzle. And uh, like I said, some people speculated that uh, 
what's his name? Obscurus guy. Uh, Obscurus. Um, I'm bad with names. I'm it, worse. Yeah. I'm worse with uh, names. We we said his name like 15 times already. Credence. Credence. Yeah, it was speculated that Credence was gonna be a, a Lestrange, and then turns like, out he's a Dumbledore. Yeah, it turns out he's a. Uh, what's his name? What's this? Uh, the, the, the Amadeus? No, that's Amadeus. Amadeus Cho. Amadeus, Amadeus. Aurelius. Aurelius, dude. Like, that's going to take ages for it sinks in. All right, yeah, turns out he's Aurelius Dumbledore. I don't know. That could, like you said, that could be a lie. But the point is, is like, they went into the history of the Lestrange family just like every single Harry Potter fan was speculating that they would. And they're speculating that because that's we want it and that's what we got. And what happens to Grindelwald in Harry Potter? Doesn't he get killed by? He gets killed by Voldemort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's killed by Voldemort. Yeah, but he's so old and crippled and given up and just wasting away in that cell. That's like not even that dramatic of an event. Oh, in the, in the film? Or in the movie? It's the same in the movie. I mean, it's same in the book. Uh, so even Dumbledore. in the book, it, it was the film or the movie. All right, it's different in the film and the movie. Which, which, <laughs> no, which I mean the film was it the more dramatic in the book or was it the same? No, it was just the same as. It's very unimportant. But is it? Be, so, is it becoming important when you see a, who he is? No, well, no. It's just it was important. It was just unimportant because Grindelwald isn't the villain of that story, and it, the the conversation between Voldemort and Grindelwald were important, but it's just like, like it was just. Ha- Something you get over so quick, like Grindelwald's dead, uh, you barely know know that much about him at that time. All, all, I mean, all you know is what the seventh book has uh, told you about him, which I guess is a good bit. But still, like I said, he's not the that villain. He's, that he's banging Dumbledore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but his point is, he's not the villain of Harry Potter. You know, he's the villain of Fantastic Beasts. But, you know, and that just showed, it was it was supposed to show the dominance of, of because, like, Grindelwald is nothing, Voldemort is all-powerful. Vol- like, it wasn't supposed to be an important kill. It was supposed to be very nonchalant. I got the information out of you. Like, like, you'd kill anybody. I got the information out of you, now you're dead. Yeah. And they wanted them so is it, to move So that's on the first time they meet? Too. What, Voldemort and Grindelwald? Yeah. Uh, that's known, but, I mean, like, there's things that cannot necessarily change, but there's things that's speculated about but never has been spoken about by J.K. Rowling. And those speculations make may make perfect sense now, but given that it hasn't been spoken about by J.K. Rowling, she has created freedom to, to, to flip the script entirely and just change like she may like you know change expectations, you know like yeah like it, it's it's believed that that was the first. Uh, time that Voldemort ever came across Grindelwald, but who knows? Maybe at the very end you see a young Voldemort have a conversation with Grindelwald. It's physically possible. What and What was it that changed Voldemort? Uh, was he just inherently evil? Yeah, he's inherently evil because he was conceived through a love person potion. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's more with to a it. snake. No, with the because <sighs> with a human. Oh, no, and, and, with a snake woman. No, Nagini is not his mother. <laughs> then why does he look like a snake? Because he split his. Because he's the heir of Salazar Slytherin, and he split his soul seven times. Exactly. So his mother has to be, the, uh, <laughs> dude, the Asian woman. Nagini could have very well have accidentally been a, a, a maledictus who's gonna slowly but surely turn. And into then she a just pig. ends up in a damn 
Like she ends up in a zoo. How she end up in a zoo? Oh my god, that's not the same thing. You were trolling, and you know it. <laughs> she end up in a zoo, and she was gonna eat it. Laguini. You. The first time. Laguini. The, the first time you see uh, lasagna, Laguini. Uh, there's not even an in it. It's not Luigi. The first time you see the snake, Luigi. <laughs> the first time you see that snake, she's in the zoo, and she's gonna eat Harry Potter's uh, stepbrother. Our cousin's step cousin. That was obviously a male, and even before it was oh, revealed, it, oh yeah, who Nagini was. Nagini was always known to be a, a female snake. So fine. Where yeah. do you where where do they first meet Nagini? Nagini in the book. And the fourth, uh, the first time it's ever seen is actually in a in a in a a premonition that comes to Harry as a dream, and he sees Nagini and. The old Tom Riddle house at the very beginning of Goblet of Fire. Yeah, oh yeah. And Nagini rats out the muggle caretaker. Damn, Nagini. How does Nagini die? Oh yeah, Horcrux. He gets chopped yeah, up. By Neville. Neville beats yeah. the shit out of it like a bastard. <laughs> but no, man, it, it was a very pleasing movie. It's, it's very, uh, like I said, it lived up to the hype and, and it get, gets you hyped for the next one. It, it raises as many questions as it answers. It answers as many questions as it. Do raises. you feel like they force? They had they they kind of had to force in the Fantastic Beasts because it is called Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, I did feel like that. <laughs> it's like maybe they should just change the. Uh, yeah. Maybe they, the first one they, should be Fantastic Beasts, and this one should be called just something else. Just, just no, because they gotta have the whole like reoccurring title, like Harry Potter and the this and that. Harry okay. Potter and the this and that. Harry Potter and the this and that. But dude, they should not have went with Fantastic. Like it. it, it, it they did that as a way to trick you. Well, not trick you, but keep things close to the chest until the moment you see the movie. When Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them came out, or was just, like, announced, all you knew is going to be about the guy, Newt's Commander, who wrote the book Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and it's going to be about his escapades during writing the book. Now, they chose that... They chose like that so to leave a, a bunch of shit to surprise. They're gonna surprise you on how it just tur turns out the Newt Scamander story is intertwined with Grindelwald's and Dumbledore's story, right? And stuff like that. Now you don't know that when when you first hear about Fantastic Beasts, Where to Find Them, you think it's just gonna be Newt Scamander going around the world looking for Fantastic Beasts and stuff like that. And that's a great idea and stuff. But now you got this title that is very very it barely relevant you know yeah, it becomes becomes very relevant yeah, at, by this point oh yeah and now it's they, only, have, they just kind of have to force you force you into the beast world and it's only going to get even more irrelevant as it gets more relevant about well how many the, you th how the rise and fall of Grindelwald. how many how many other are, are they going to do five they're doing five of these yeah oh yeah. i didn't know that yeah that was just gonna be three no, no. It's five? Yeah, dude, it ends in 1945, and it's only the year 1927. Interesting. Interesting. At what point does... So it was it, So a lot of people were, were also mad about the Dumbledore being a dark arts defense teacher. But it makes sense. Like, uh, because of their concern... Yeah, and I was concerned about that because he's always been known to be the transfiguration teacher. But it's not to mean that he's never taught another subject prior to that. And yeah, everyone knows that he stayed the transfiguration teacher for ages until he finally became the headmaster. But again, it doesn't mean that he wasn't a teacher prior to that. And they say in the movie that like they want him to discontinue his role as the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher 
because the ministry is watching Dumbledore and they're afraid of what he's capable of and that old story. So that is the moment that he starts teaching transfer. We've seen him quit Defense Against Dark Arts and next time you see him, he'll be a transfiguration teacher. What was always the reason why Dumbledore wouldn't fight uh, Voldemort? Because he was scared of power? Because he uh, wanted power? Uh, no, no. Uh, yeah, it, it's basically that. Like, And also, he knew the prophecy. He knew from the get-go that only Harry could fight, could kill Voldemort. Why couldn't he do it? Huh? Why couldn't he do it? Because it, it literally, like, it wasn't prophesied. And... The prop prophecies in the wizarding world and in the, the universe of J.K. Rowling aren't like prophecies in, in other works of fiction or in the real world, how it's just kind of a, a, a guess that may or may not come true, you know? Or, like, even if it comes true, it was just a premonition, you know? It was just a, a theory. Right. You know, it's hard to find the words for it, but the point is prophecies in the U wizarding universe cannot go wrong they, they will unfold the way they're spoken of because they were spoken of them because only seers can give prophecies or seekers seers seers only seers can give prophecies because they have that magic power to, to tell what's going what's about to happen and what's going to happen basically dumbledore would have failed dumbledore could beat the shit out of voldemort Fucking ten times out of ten, but Voldemort would have found a way to survive every time. Dumbledore can cast Advada Kedavra on Dumbledore. On um, yeah, Dumbledore can cast Advada Kedavra on Voldemort, and I'm not saying he just magically survived, kind of like Harry did, but something would happen. It would fucking ricochet. You know, just fate would would kick in, and Voldemort would survive every time because he's not prophesized to kill Voldemort. Harry is right. So I just want to keep on. I'm going to keep on mentioning things. I think I have one more thing to mention that people were mad about that uh, maybe this film clarified for us. Our, uh, the, the apparition in Hogwarts. Yeah, apparitions in Hogwarts. Uh, people are upset about that, but someone was telling me just a minute ago that that actually those those rules didn't come into place until Dumbledore became headmaster. Yeah. And it's because of shit like that, like the ministry showing up out of nowhere is just to question Dumbledore and, the middle, and disrespecting him in the middle with a class full of children that he came up with those rules. Okay, so see, so people getting mad about that just should yeah, have read the books? And the first, no, no, it's, 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 I mean, it's mentioned like vaguely, like I didn't even remember until you just said something. I know that it does specify that a lot of the rules were Dumbledore's doing. And I just don't. I didn't remember. When does he become going. headmaster? Is, uh, is it going to be way later? It's not, probably, yeah, it's after 40, 1945. Will it? Okay, so it won't even be shown in these films. No, okay. no or maybe like that's like how it ends. You know. Oh, with him becoming headmaster. Yeah. Meeting uh, meeting uh Harry Potter's parents. No, no, because that happens in the eighties. They could time jump. You don't know what the hell they're gonna do. <laughs> you don't know. Like the end of the, uh, the eighth Harry Potter movie. I wanna, I wanna, I want a full connection. I wanna see uh, little, uh, little Snape. I, no, I wanna see <laughs> little Voldemort. I little Voldemort. Vol and, and I think in. Uh, <laughs> I wanna see little Voldemort uh, making out with Dumbledore. It was shortly after, the, uh, in the 1950s, or like. I know, I, say, I know Dumbledore was uh, was trying to figure out that riddle, if you know what I mean. I want to say it was Kinda literally the riddle year, that fiddle. I want to say it was literally the year 1950. During the 1950s, 
That's when Voldemort opened up the Chamber of Secrets and blamed it on Hagrid. All right, and Voldemort right. was a sixth year. He was a teen. He was a sixteen-year-old teenager. So uh, I don't feel like doing the math right now, <laughs> but that means that like they could end this with like you know you seeing a little eleven-year-old first-year Voldemort. So you say that this is a good film out of ten stars. What would you give it? I'll give it a nine. A nine. I'd probably give a uh, probably give it a good six. Good six. It wasn't it wasn't terrible, but I, I like I said I just the the whole <laughs> the whole I'm just tired of the whole building up to the next one. Yeah, shtick. with any I, I'd agree with you with any other series, but I understand. Right now. <laughs> I understand. It, like, oh it was yes, good. build me up. It was just good. Build I just, me up. I just <laughs> I want a very steep. I just feel like certain things. Certain things just felt kind of slow to me. I felt like they were purposely slowing down the story just to stretch it. And, and they are because, for the uh, well, next the, film. I, well, I think that has a lot to do with they. Uh, they started in the year nineteen again, like, they, and they could time jump. Dude, like the third Fantastic Beast could take place in the year nineteen forty-four and a half. Right. We don't you know. know. Yeah, we don't know. But they started in the year nineteen twenty-seven. They have five movies to make, and the fifth one has to end in nineteen forty-five. Fantastic Beasts. Two, The Crimes of Grindelwald. It was a great film. You heard it here from Keenan Kitchens, the Harry Potter expert we have on set. Accurate. If you don't agree with us, uh, I just, I just want to let you know. Look, look, it's, it's just our opinions. And you know what? All we have here are our opinions, opinions and, and beer. beer. <laughs> opinions and beer. Opinions and beer. Can't go wrong with opinions and beer. Opinions and beer. Opinions and beer. All we got here are opinions and beer.